Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. On tonight's episode from the Tester Season 2, Scooter's Crashing Game Night with us. We are also joined by our spectral-plated hunter, Theo Walski. How are you guys doing tonight? Hi, everyone. It's me, Scooter. <laughs> it's me, Mario. It's me, Scooter. I'm good. <laughs> That's... To answer your question, I'm great. Thank you for having me. Scooter, now I can just, all I can picture you is in a Mario hat. All right. It, awesome. actually, it actually would be so Luigi, awesome. but whatever. That's fine. Picture me as Will. Oh, Ooh. he's I'm choosing okay. Luigi. Always choose Luigi. Get out of here, man. I was always that the second green. player. Always the second player in my life. <laughs> that's, that's how it's sadder than it was. Just a heads up. But I mean, at least, at least it's in good fitting because, I mean, uh, Luigi's Mansion comes out tomorrow. So oh. It's, oh, yeah. It's perfect I'll, be, time. I'll be picking that up. I already got it paid off into it see he's getting his own game ladies and gentlemen as he has many times before but still yes yes he has <laughs> so uh theo how was that uh sub-zero temperature this morning <laughs> oh my god don't even start with me on that it's so bad theo, where are even, you? i'm out in denver oh, and jealous. we've had we've had snow for the past few days we had snow on thursday then it was back up to the 60s, and then it was in the 60s again on Saturday. Come Sunday, we've had a storm, and uh, this morning when I woke up to go to work, it was a total of six degrees. I miss it. I miss it. I lived in Chicago for four years. I love cold weather. I miss it. See, I like the cold no weather that we're cold. having. <laughs> I got no problem with cold. It's just... Dealing with everybody else in it that don't know how to handle it is horrible. Right? Well said. Absolutely well said. horrible. Well, that's what you get when you have like a whole bunch of people moving to Colorado that have never been in that climate before. I know. It kind of sucks being in like the middle of the the country. The Very second, convenient for flights for sure. The second you said it was like it's more of an issue dealing with the people in it, I immediately thought of whenever it rains in LA. I'm like, oh, God. All right, here we go. <laughs> and you know what? What's funny is I think the same thing when we get rain out here in um, Virginia is that it's like, dude, did y'all forget what rain's like? Where are you at Virginia, dude? I'm in Richmond. Ah, I went to school in Richmond. Nice. Did you I go to uh, Richmond or VCU? Nice. VCU. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I'm just up on the, the northern app at uh, 295 and 95. Oh, nice. What's your address? Just kidding. Yeah, we'll talk later. <laughs> Just kidding, everyone. Oh man! Don't worry, everybody. We'll post. Yeah. We'll post it on the website instead. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's cool. That that's a that's a nice throwback, man. I have uh, all my families in Virginia, so that's cool. I I love being back here um, awesome. on the East Coast because I was originally born up an hour north of New York City. So going from New York to Colorado and then now back to Virginia. It's nice being back on a coast. I agree. Let's take a deep dive into you. Come on. Let's go. What else? What else? <laughs> what else? Huh? Deep dive, oh. folks. Crashing game. I feel like time. somebody's avoiding something right now. I'm not avoiding anything. What are you talking about? Uh-oh. So, <laughs> I meant Scooter avoiding some questions. He's, it's all deferring to you right now. <laughs> I know. No, right? Man, I'm interested in hearing all about you guys, too. That's cool. Oh, yeah. So I got to say – the tester season two. Yes. <laughs> what made you try out for it? Man, I remember uh, sitting down. 
I was playing video games. And I was just like, you know what? I saw the ad because the first tester was on uh, PS3 and I bought a launch PS3 for $600. Please don't kill me right now. Do not, Dude, do not jump down my throat. I'm not because You're a good company. Time. I did the same. Oh, I man. Did the same. I and I worked at that PS3. And I worked at Blockbuster and I sold them for $600. So, um, oh. Oh. but here's my thing is, is that that was the first really truly affordable Blu-ray player, even at 600 bucks. So first. I can't knock you for it. Yeah. So I, I bought it. I loved, oh man, I loved Uncharted, but I think MotorStorm is what really, you know, took me over. But like, I, I, I loved it and I did that and I was like, what is this tester thing? Um, and I saw season two and I, I still have the piece of paper where I wrote down like my audition video and my speech it was real dumb. I thought it was funny at the time I had my back to the camera and then I turned around and said, well, hello there. <laughs> so dumb. Um, but no, I just, I kind of, in my mind, I was living in Chicago in the time and, uh, I was like, why not? Why not give it a shot? I'm a huge PlayStation nerd. Uh, I've had every single one, PS1, PS2, all the way up. Obviously, we know numbers. Uh, and yeah, so it was just kind of like, you know what, why not? And why not turned into me being flown to uh, California and them being like, hey, it's between you and one other person. I didn't know who the other person was. Uh, I was up in a hotel room and they're like, guess what? You're on the show. Congratulations. Blah, blah, blah. So it was a uh, it was a cool, wild ride. But I don't know. I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> I, I, could, I, could, I could talk forever. So y'all got to cut me off. Hey, that's that's fine here. That's what that's what we're here for. It's like it's like a game night, man. Hey, I, we're, I'm we're hanging. It's just buddies you know? talking, man. It's just buddies. Exactly. Talking. So <laughs> I got I got to ask you because we've talked to Mo. We're we're friends with Mo. We see Mo almost every year when we're out for E3, except for he didn't make it last delight. year. Mo's a delight. I love it. Um, what a guy. What was that conversation between Don't ever you? Sleep next to Mo. Just oh yeah. Next <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I did many times. I uh, oh, across the, actually my bunk mate like across the way. Oh, how did you even get sleep then? <laughs> uh, who who says I did? There was a, there was a <laughs> okay, lot. Okay, there you go. <laughs> there was a lot of video games, and also I think it was like the launch of the move is what they were doing. So like yeah. We had those before you could actually buy them, and I was like, I, I have to play this. So not not a lot of sleep happened. Don't get <laughs> I, to weirdos. I gotta ask you though, what was that conversation like between you, Cheska, and Gamer when you guys all decided it was time for Mo to be out of the house? Man, listen, let's all be honest. Let's all be honest. It's at at the time when you're in it, it's a game. It's it's yeah. Put your mind on that, and it was not as a sense of like trying to kick somebody out, but it was just like. Who is who is it really going to come down to in the final end? So I love Mo dearly, and if he would have won, it would have been amazing. But it was not necessarily. It was it was more of just we were playing the game, and when you're in it, you're playing the game. It was the no yeah, but, no hard feelings, <laughs> no nothing nothing bad. But you guys straight railroaded him right on Wait, out. <laughs> okay, hold on. They made it seem worse. We, Mo partially was in that conversation, so he they did not okay. hear that, but he could defend himself, and we were just kind of like, hey man, like. We're going to we're going to go for you. But, you know, it's at that being said, you have every attempt because it was that I think the trivia one. Yeah. You have, you have every, you know, attempt to, you know, put screw us. But I, I don't like to call it screwing. It was just kind of playing the game. I get it. I get it. I but mean, it, it, yeah, it was entertaining. It makes, sense. Say the least. it makes sense to me. Like, I'm a big fan of MTV's The Challenge. You see alliances all over the place. It's how you play the game. 
right? We comes with the territory for sure. And we were all so nervous. I remember this conversation because the way they worded like what they handed us, what was going to be happening that night, it sounded like karaoke or we're going to do like sing star. Is that why Mo brought the the tap shoes? That is a hundred percent. We thought it was like a, talent, <laughs> like a talent show plus that because the way they worded it, it, it sounded like it was going to be like, here we go. Uh, we're, you know, bring your talents and stuff like that. But instead it was just trivia, which was strange. But that being said, we were all freaking out. And that's kind of what really started it is because, OK, Mo is going to destroy us in a talent competition. Mo is going to destroy us in singing because I don't know if you've watched the show or the behind the scenes. That mm-hmm. dude sings all the time and sings oh, well. Yeah, and oh, we were yeah, like, and like we were throughout the house, like watching. That's why the whole do re mi thing happened is because he was practicing singing, like getting his voice ready. And I was into it, and I was actually legit being like, "Let's do that!" Like, well, yeah, if we're gonna do Sing Star, I'm into it. So that that this question, Mo wanted to know if you liked him <laughs> teaching you the do re mi fa sol la ti do. I okay, let's <laughs> let's be honest. It was a two parter. One, I thought it was ridiculous uh, because <laughs> it's Mo Chocolate, and I love that man to death. And he's out there. We're all like, I think we're, I don't know. It's probably like two in the afternoon. I'm having like a beer. Mo Chocolate. Everyone else is kind of running around like drinking as well, like getting ready for the night. And Mo Chocolate is just, do, re, mi, do, re, mi. We're like, wow. He is so ready for this competition. And it's, you know, the most beautiful, amazing man. If it was SingStar, I would not have been second place. I would have been last place, kicked off the show. Because Mo, Mo, Mo would have won that thing immediately. Yeah, he he is a trip. I You know, we love Mo. Mo is you know, we've we've known him for a while, and yes, we we know how it is to have him as a bunkmate. <laughs> Definitely nice. Um, yeah, so I gotta ask because um, everyone's kind of shied away from this a little bit at times when we've asked the question. But uh oh, was was physique as bad as it was on on camera? In your uh, opinion, you know, I'm not gonna shy away. The dude was a total tool, and that's that's totally fine. Because <laughs> like it's he he was clearly in it for very different reasons. And I think one of, you know, the one thing I look back on that I laugh at is like, I don't get upset. I don't get riled up like normally ever. But when that dude basically took out Samurai and Samurai went down because of him mm-hmm. and he was still on instead, I was like, get out of here. Like, you don't, you don't want to do this. Like you clearly don't want to be like a PlayStation game tester or a game tester in general. Um, you're doing it for some internet fame, whatever that is, which guess what? Not a lot or who cares? Uh, yeah. he, yeah, it's you were, you were in it for the wrong reasons. And he, he absolutely was an antagonizer. Uh, and that one time I just blew up. I was like, get out of here, dude. Like, just go away. And that was, and that was a surprising thing. Even when they put it on, on the episodes is that you were that laid back. Right. And then all of a sudden the, the go-kart episode, when he's going at war princess, you just went off. Uh, I remember that day pretty intensely, too, because the poor girl was crying like Mm -hmm. in the corner of this place because Big Physique and he just kept like pushing it. And I was like, back away. And that was like actually real world stuff where they were like, hey, separate these two people. And the dude was just Mm -hmm. being a total tool. So that's the only word I can think of for him. So 
whatever he's doing these days, my my guess is I have literally no guess. Hopefully nowhere near uh, a TV screen, hopefully. Well, I definitely appreciate the honesty because everyone's kind of skated around the issue when we've always asked about it. No worries, dude. Screw that, dude. I mean, Meredith couldn't, <laughs> Meredith, couldn't, Meredith couldn't say anything really about it because she wasn't really around you guys all that much other than the scenes, you know, and she wasn't really behind right. in the yeah. house and stuff. So so what was your favorite part of participating in the show? Uh, I think – my absolute favorite thing that I can think of is the first night we all walked in um, and we got to see where we were going to be kind of living for the seven days. Um, it was super fun. It was super cool. We walked into, you know, it's weird to say like a paradise, but it really was. It was free booze whenever you wanted it. And then it was, <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Uh, and then like a ton of like video games that we had never played before. Uh, uh, like we were basically the move was the first thing we saw and that had yet to be released or had just been released. One of the things. So we were playing that a lot. Uh, and then just games everywhere, like whatever game you want to play, we had, uh, and it was, it was a blast. It was a super good time. Uh, I remember specifically playing all night with eight bit Mickey, man, that dude deserves, he went out a little early and that's, that sucks, but he was one of the nicest dudes uh, that I could imagine. And I have other, other than big physique, I have nothing bad to say about any person because it was fun. It was awesome. It was a good time. And, uh, you know, samurai and, uh, you know, even, even man, everyone, everyone that was on the show, but I, I absolutely would have to say that, uh, eight bit Mickey definitely deserves some love and stuff like that. So if, if he's listening, Hey, Hey dude. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it was nice having that fan voted in, right? And yeah. honestly, it was like he was there because the fans wanted him there versus like Physique, right? Physique was sure. just in there to be a, a tool. So it would have been nice to have seen him go a little bit farther. Um, now, outside of Physique, what was your least favorite part of the whole experience? Uh, least favorite part would be not being on – I don't know. I, I really like like being on my own schedule. Or, hey, you know, someone called me. Let me answer that phone. Guess what? We weren't allowed cell phones. They took them away. Uh, uh, so, so I can see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like that's that's cool. But at the same time, you know, not being able you know, obviously they don't want people to spoil anything or doing like that, but just not being around. And for me, it wasn't so bad because I was a single dude in Chicago at the point. Uh, <laughs> but like for people that were in like relationships, you Beyond it, they, they couldn't, they would not let you talk to anyone like for days. So they, you know, wouldn't be able to know how it was going and stuff like that. So the worst part was just, you know, not being uh, kind of able to do what I want at the right, at the time. So, so who is your favorite PlayStation personality that you met? My favorite PlayStation personality. Uh, who was really nice? I, I, Stig uh, was amazing. Uh, Stig was, before this, this is a little behind the scenes before we even knew who was going to be on the show, there was like 11 or 12 of us. And we were signing the PS three at the time mm -hmm. and before, before we even saw the house, before we saw anything, they were about ready to take us there. This dude pulled up in a car. It was a very nice car. I think it was like a Lexus or something. 
pulls up in this car and it was Stig Osmondson being like, uh, is this where the tester is going to take place? If you knew anything about PlayStation, that man had just done God of War three. So mm-hmm. like, I was like, that's Stig. Oh my God, that's Stig. And he, uh, he was the guest, uh, the first episode. Nice. So I was like, holy hell, that's amazing. Uh, so he was, he was super cool just cause he seemed to not care at all. And it was amazing cause he just shows up and everyone's like, uh, yes. Uh, other than that, I, I mean, man, uh, not really a PlayStation personality. Adrian Curry was super nice. Uh, Meredith always what an absolute delightful human being. Yep. Um, Meredith's awesome. We, yeah, yeah. she always takes the time every year when we go to E3 to stop by so we can chat and catch up and, and whatnot. And yeah. Uh, but I would say, uh, finally, uh, she created, man, I can't remember her name right now. And I feel like a total idiot, but she created a uh, fat princess. Um, she man, it's going to kill me, but she did, uh, she did that. And she was super nice. She was the, she was one of the, she was a third host for the fat princess episode where we we're all wearing sumo suits. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about. And that's yeah, gonna, it's, now it's going to, one has to look at the ever living heck out of me. I, I, won't um, say she, I don't think it's Shannon Sud still because she runs uh, Sony Santa Monica, but I don't think it was her. I am researching that for you at the moment. See Thank if I can find. But, but she, I want absolutely the nicest. So I do want to give uh, some of our fans some backstory. So Stig that he's talking about is Stig Asmussen, who is now over at Respawn, and he is the game director for the forthcoming Jedi Fallen Order. I'm so ready. I'm so I, ready for that yes. game. I'm playing on absolute hard difficulty, and I'm going to hate my life, but it's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be uh, very interesting to see how they play it out. Um, the reviews have been great about it. Uh-oh. Look at this. Come here. We're <gasps> going to have another special guest on our podcast tonight. Oh, my goodness. Special guest. Hi. <sighs> Hi, he says. Hi, Cody. Scooter, we have our uh, my little boy, Cody, joining us because he decided he he wants to stay up tonight. But uh, (laughs) yes, he has he has gone through God of War and Spider Man with me. (gasps) Cody, what do you think of Spider Man? He loves it. Spider Man is. Do you like what he swings? Into the Spider Verse is his game. Oh, it's so cool. It is his movie. His, I made sure to wear the, the suit in the game for him. So so let's talk about movies while we're on that subject. So David Beninoff and D.B. Weiss, who uh, helped put together Game of Thrones, have now left the new Star Wars trilogy project they were attached to to write, um, partially due because they have decided there's not enough hours in the day between that and doing the new project for Netflix, which is worth $300 million. So Netflix job is worth $300 million. Yeah, They signed a deal with Netflix for $300 million. Um, even though they said that working on star Wars was a thrill of a lifetime. They just, at the end of the day, they don't have any, any hours really to, to devote to it. So interesting. I don't know. How do you feel about that? Scare? Man, I'm holding in thoughts. I'll tell you what, you know what? Let them loose. <laughs> Season, the last season of Game of Thrones was rushed, and I promise you, you can't tell me otherwise. Uh, Absolutely agree with you. It was so rushed. I, 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 so you know, rushed. 
it's weird that this timing is also, hey, we just got, uh, you know, secretly, obviously, there are a lot of stuff even before it was announced. You're telling me that there wasn't rushed so you can go work on Star Wars? Okay, cool. Uh, and then it all, they, I guess they just did a, uh, a Comic-Con, and they were very honest about how they had no idea what basically George R. R. Martin was talking about and just kind of went with it. And they were given they were given a property with no previous TV stuff, and they just took it and ran with it in the strangest way. If it's highway robbery, if you if you did that, just shut up and never talk about it ever again. <laughs> so I I'm, I'm into it, man. Like it's it, at some point you you got to be held accountable, and I think this is. I don't even know if it's their decision. I think it was Disney being like, hey, we kind of saw what you said. Nobody likes you. Bye. Uh, you know, that <laughs> I could see that with Disney. Could be feasible. Yeah. <laughs> and, and this, um, and this stuff, you know, could be, you know, there's a lot of stuff that happens behind the scenes. And I, I think, you know, Disney's pretty smart company and they like to keep themselves yeah. crystal clean. But it's it's one of those things where I just saw that and I was just like. Oh boy, Disney Disney stepped in. I know, Cody. I know. It's good. It's going to be for the best. <laughs> Honestly, I think they need to let Star Wars just breathe a little bit, right? We're getting yeah. Rise of Skywalker here in December. You know, they've done a Star Wars movie every single year now for the last several years. And they just need to let it breathe for a bit. Have you, you guys know? ever walked out of a movie before? Have I? Yeah. Ooh. I've been close. I've been close oh, several times. At my own volition or because I was with a kid who was getting sick? No, no, that's fine. No, no, I'm, I'm talking like you were so not enjoying your time that you're like, my time could be spent better elsewhere. Have you ever? Not in the movie theater, but because I worked at Blockbuster for 10 and a half years, we'd get the free rentals. So I'd start watching the movie. And if it was terrible, I'd turn it off. Like, for sure. Right into I, it. I know. I know for sure I have. But it was definitely so bad that I don't even remember which movie it was. I, I, this is not my own story, but this is somebody else. It was in the middle of talent, or actually near the end of Talladega Nights. Oh, jeez. Uh, <laughs> this is not my story. I, I was just in the theater when this happened, and when the, uh, when, uh, God, Will Ferrell and the other guy kissed on the track. Some dude stood up and goes, I'm out of here. And like said it audibly. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Yeah, good. See you later. Uh, and I think at that point I was still in Virginia. So wherever that guy is, uh, I hope you s- still suck. Um, but I, I, the reason I bring it up, the reason I bring it up is because I think The Last Jedi was one of the movies that I almost walked out of. Almost walked out on Last Jedi? Really? No, no, no. no. The, the, the second one. Yeah, which is Last Jedi. So you had Force of Whiskins. Yes. Last Jedi was the one, the last one where Luke is pretty much. Oh, oh, guys and I was so bummed. And I, I know it's one of those things. They weaponized. Why, why am I talking about this? They weaponized a hyper, you know, space. Why would yeah. you never have done that before? Like, why, why, why no Star Wars stories with that? Like, oh, that's crazy. Let's just hyperspace through the Death Star. Man, I'm upset. I'm upset all over again. I'm upset all over again. Why are you, yeah. why are you aiming for photons? Oh, you're going to shoot the photons down the thing? How about you just hyperspace through it? Because apparently that's possible. All right, I'm done. <laughs> no, <laughs> you're – you know what? That's all right. And I think, you know, hopefully J.J. Abrams does what he says and he's going to kind of correct some of that. Yeah, you for know? sure. 
Um, but then again, um, we'll see because he's he doesn't have a lot to work with because Ryan Johnson did kind of mess with his storyline a bit. I think if if JJ did all three of these, the second one would have been a totally different story. Luke maybe would have actually took the lightsaber and been like, you know what? Yeah, let's go back and let me really help and not drink weird cow milk from. <laughs> oh man, I was so mad. And like, you know, JJ had a different story for Ray's parents. You know, there was something else. Yeah. But Hey, you know what? Yes. I'm super glad that, uh, David Benioff and wise are gone. So yeah, summon it all. Up. All right. So let's, let's move to another, I'm so mad about Last Jedi. I'm sorry. I just got really. (laughs) Yes, but let's move on, please. Let's let's move on to something else where uh, some fans are a little bit ticked about and Bethesda. Oh, great. Here we go. Getting me more heated. So in an article by Heather Alexandra from Kotaku, which I want to throw out to the entire staff of Kotaku and Deadspin. I support exactly what you guys are doing right now. Um for those of the listeners that aren't keeping tabs on it, Deadspin fired their head writer. Um, and it was more so by the investment group that owns Deadspin, Kotaku, and the game, the the reporting sites around that, um, because he did not want to stick to solely sports. So okay. the uh, whenever you want. So the Deadspin guys are just writing random articles and just throwing them up on the website. <laughs> awesome. Wow. Good for them. Yeah. They, they, so and the Kotaku guys are pushing back and stuff like that. And I think I want to support them because, you know what? Honestly, a lot of these investment groups are coming in, buying up newspapers and just closing them out. You know, so reporting is becoming a, a dying art right now. So but anyway, so according to Heather, um, Fallout first. So Theo, we talked about this last week on the podcast. Um, it's that subscription service they launched for hundred bucks a year. So let's start off with it launched with glitches. Hmm. It's Bethesda. <laughs> Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> so the private servers you were paying a hundred dollars a year for weren't exactly private at launch. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Other people uh... that weren't on your friends list that you offered up invites to come join your little private server. Um, we're able to join your server. So um, I'm super caught up with this. That's, that's officially launched. That is oh, that yeah, it launched last week. Oh no. Okay. Um, now also one of the other glitches was, uh, players lost all of their supplies. All of their oh. crafting stuff was what? gone. <laughs> what? So knowing how from from the entirety of the game, from the entire, from the, your entire component crafting supplies were gone, just erased. Wow. That's, that is, that is almost as bad as when my college roommate, uh, played my GTA four save without (laughs) me. And I missed a bunch of missions. I'm almost as mad about that as this. This is insane. Dude, I can, I can top it when Chrono Trigger back on the original Super Nintendo. um, I had three save files going. All of them were new game pluses. My sister at the time decided she wanted to play Chrono Trigger without my knowledge. No, stop it already. I'm already upset. (laughs) Not only did she save over one, she saved over all three. I'm going to cough it. 
Imagine me dead over here. That's what's what I on one of my files. I had the rainbow sword. And on the other file, I had the three rainbow helms instead. And I was working towards the other endings and stuff. And yeah, 60 plus hours right out the window. Listeners, listeners, if you have a rainbow sword on your save, please send it. Please send it over. This man, <laughs> long overdue, long overdue, needs that yes. rainbow sword. I miss the rainbow swallow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, I mean, honestly, I've, I've had that happen. We talked about it last week, though, with Bethesda, too. It was like, I had 120 hours into Oblivion Ooh. and went to finally start the story. The third mission is where you have to kill the two assassins, and one of the assassins never populated. That's that's those this the thing we're talking about and things like that are walk away material. I oh. don't often walk away from a game, but oh my goodness, stuff like that is get like I'm, um, I'm out, like I'm hard out, and we'll talk about like later what we're playing, and I'm probably gonna get even madder, but like that is <laughs> that is insane. Like you have taken so much time from these players and taking their supply in a glitch. I get it. Making video games is hard, but Oh man, that's, that's a, that's a rough one. But that's Bethesda games though. They always launch with bugs. Uh, I recently have been playing outer worlds for a couple hours. That game is beautiful and runs great. Learn, learn a lesson. And we will talk about that because I've been hearing some really good things about outer worlds. Nice. Um, So, Let's let's keep going with this because it even gets worse. So players now have are feeling that it's now turned Fallout 76 into a pay to win because of the things that they're offering, like the private server, but also the the box that's for unlimited crafting, where you also get a tent where you can, you know, fast travel and everything. So there is players that have started um, dubbing themselves first hunters. And they're attacking players that have the premium subscription. <laughs> Jeez. Well, so, and, so actually, there's a here's a little piece of information with the Fallout First. They even do have a disclaimer on the site uh, with the whole like little superscript, like, oh, check this note at the bottom that nobody's going to read. It does say word for word, note, players are not required to have Fallout First membership in order to access another player's private world. Wow. Wait, only to what? start their own. Only to start their own. You only need a membership to start your own private world. You could join yeah. other people's worlds that's without the, needing the membership. Private server. Wow. Exactly. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So I, and, I was very excited about this game and got even more excited because the big October uh, thing was going to be NPCs, finally. And that got delayed. So it's like now, I, now I'm just way over it. I mean – Come on, Scooter. When their big announcement at E3 was, hey, we're going to have NPCs finally. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> was your, what? Was it your got me excited. I, I was not one of the people that spent my hard-earned $60 on the game. But for those that did, it was rough to watch. And I'm talking about my roommate. Had to, he was like, what is this game? He had fun. He had fun. But, like, it's it, yeah. it was never a fallout. It was never that. It was it – was, to be honest, it was a cash grab, and it man, it backfired beautifully. beautifully and I think, on them. and I think this whole Fallout first thing is a total cash grab too. Yeah, it, it's it's so oh, it's crazy. a total cash grab. It's so crazy for this for that company to do that after like the before the game is even fixed. Like stuff like you're still taking people's supplies yeah. years later. It, it's it's crazy. Bad. 
I mean, still to pay up front, whether you did the monthly or the full year, like still you're paying up front for that and to be jip yeah. like that. But there's another there's another line in their disclaimer that that's kind of confusing and kind of upsetting. So word for word, oh God. your pri- your private world is provided on demand and will shut down if at least one Fallout first member is not present on it. What? <laughs> what? That's word for word in their disclaimer, and that makes no sense. So, like, I mean, like, if your entire party like shuts down for the night, does that mean your world shuts down? Does, I mean, hopefully, that does not mean that it like erases the world if you stop playing. But it, that that verbiage sounds like that, right? Wow! Wow! I don't even have it. Um, all right, so let's talk about Xbox. <laughs> please, yeah, please. Um. Can we, you know, can they, we say that I really hope Doom Eternal is good? Because I really do like Bethesda. I do think they make some great games. I think Fallout 76 was an absolute stinker. But that is hopefully yeah. not like what Starfield's going to be and hopefully not what they can do. So on a good note, I just want to leave it because I, I do love that company. But they, they definitely have some goodwill to make up for sure. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, they are – they. They're so entrenched in the history of gaming, especially with Elder Scrolls and Doom. I do want them to succeed. I do. But don't pull this BS, right? Yeah. It, do it do it right, you know? Take, take a page from Naughty Dog who says, hey, the game's not ready yet, so we're going to postpone it. Right. Also, here's a little scooter fact. I was born in Bethesda, Maryland, so I have a soft spot for anything I time I have. <laughs> Yeah, I could see that. So but they're not in Bethesda anymore. Little little soft spot. Yeah. So Xbox came out with a Games for Gold lineup today. Um, can't say that I'm all overly impressed, as every month is with Games for Gold. But Give it to me. Give it to me. So you got Sherlock Holmes, The Devil's Daughter, what? is going to be available all month. <laughs> oh my God, Really? Devil's Daughter? Oh my god, that was on sale like Steam for like three straight months, like nice. forever ago. Nice. <laughs> it's so such a bad game. It gets, it. Okay, so a game called Final Station is going to be available between November 16th and December 15th. I like Final Station. It is fun. It is very fun. It is a, uh, you're basically the last survivors of like an apocalypse on a train, and you're mm-hmm. going across. It's super cool, super fun. Clearing out little things. It's like a it's it's a cool art style, so check it out. Okay. All right. So next up, from November first through November fifteenth, the OG Xbox game Jedi Starfighter is a free game. Okay. Uh, the 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 crickets have appeared in my room. <laughs> What's happening? There's a lot of crickets over here. And from November sixteenth through to November thirtieth, the three sixty game Joyride Turbo. <laughs> What are they releasing? <laughs> okay, okay. It makes no sense. So, hey, and since when? The, since when have they done the the two parter releases for their? They've games? always been doing the two parter release. It's always been oh, one geez. game is all month. Then we're gonna give you one halfway through the month, and it's gonna be available for a month. And then yeah, but Jedi Starfighter is the best thing that came out. Well, one of the best <laughs> things that came out of Episode One. So we have to be happy with that Naboo craft. That yeah, it wasn't it, the best back thing. then. It was a good game. Back then, <laughs> back then. <laughs> right? PS2. <laughs> oh no. Okay. Uh, 
I'm not one. I, I don't have an Xbox. Let's throw that legal disclaimer out there. Uh, but I, I, I am, I am happy about that at this current moment. But that is, that is, that's interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. So let's compare that to the PlayStation Plus games that were announced today. Here we go. Which, to remind everybody, you know, that just we just finished up October and The Last of Us, you know, has been a free game. MLB The Show is a free game. So we're looking some considerable, like, close, you know, AAA titles. This month, it's going to be Neo, which takes place in the fictional Japan. Uh, it's about the first Western samurai, William Adams. And then Outlast 2 is going to be the other free game for the month. Spooky! Spooky! I played Outlast 1, and that I didn't like the game style, but I know some people that have played it. Moe's played it and on his Dude, podcast. Like on I, his, uh, because it's so I, scary. I, played for, I played for 15 minutes, and I couldn't handle it. Like, it's I, insane. Yeah, I, I played the first one a couple times, and like it's it's a weird thing about like a first person horror game that I get so freaked out about. Like that and Resident Evil Seven are the two games I'm just like I want to play it, but yikes. Uh, well, cool. All right, Outlast. I'll try to get to the point where I think most. <laughs> yeah, I mean he. Did, oh, don't he worry. Was, it was ten minutes in. <laughs> he was scared of it, and Mo, so, so I, I think that you compare. Xbox games with gold with the PlayStation Plus games. I, I, as usual, I think we're getting the superior games on the PlayStation Plus versus. It is, it the is gold. hard to compare, but I will say that they took away our PS3 and Vita games, so I'm a little hurt about that. Not that I would go back and play it, but they didn't add anything extra. So I, I, I need to make my voice heard and say, "Give I mean, me a VR game. Give me something to play other than Blood and Truth on my VR. Come on." Yeah, well, they did rigs for a little while there for free for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, rigs. <laughs> There's no sarcasm there. Well, it was it was by you know Gorilla, but have it wasn't. Guys, have you guys played Blood and Truth? I have not done VR yet, so oh, I am hijacking this segment, and I am saying this is the scooter <laughs> VR segment of the podcast. You need to play <laughs> VR for the first thing. Let's let's get it together. Uh, now that there's an HDR pass through on that box, and mm-hmm. play Blood and Truth. That and Astrobot need to be your first two things. Well, if I check I with you guys do it. and you have not played VR, I'm going to stop doing the VR segment. So hold on, I don't know if I'm I'm going to be able to do it or not because I get excruciating headaches from 3D. Uh, I also am not a big fan of 3D movies. Mm-hmm. but I can last like two hours sessions. Okay. And then I start getting weirdly hot. Uh, and that is definitely something you need to stop. It's a what? What? It's a thing. You start getting like, uh, I, oh, yeah. like, and that's when you know you need to stop playing. So that's attractively hot. <laughs> just weird. Like all of a sudden, like, like my pecs are black. That'll sell me on it. I'll play my two pecs. hours so I can get uh, hot. No, no, no. Like, I, like, I get like, it's almost like a, it's an early signs of motion sickness. So you just, that's yeah. not as much as I can do. Yeah. I just worry that. Cause like for me, I get the, yeah, no, the ice pits cool. and the temple headaches when I do 3d movies. Like it hurts my eyes when I would accidentally hit the 3d con- uh, lever um, on 3ds's nice and accidentally turn on 3d and it would make my eyes just hurt. The, the only difference I would say in uh, VR that I've noticed, instead of it tricking your eyes, that it is two separate images, 
like what that is, it is one image. It's one image on each eye. So I, I think that does actually help uh, instead, Probably, yeah. of, instead of it being a fake. Do you guys remember, speaking of 3D, I'm hijacking this. This is the Leo's uh, Scooters <laughs> segment. Remember the PlayStation? They had their own TV that did uh, multiplayer. That yeah, was, and they had the 3D glasses that would give separate images so for cool. the players. God, yeah. man. There was, I will tell you right now, there was no better 3D than 3D TV Motorstorm Apocalypse. Ooh. Come at me. Come at me, anyone. Well. Please don't. Paul, if you're listening to our podcast, <laughs> there's Leo's stamp of approval for a game that you helped bring to life. Oh, my goodness. I am all about Motorstorm, and it was sad to see what happened to Drive Club, but damn, I'm ready for another Motorstorm is what I'm saying. Do, okay, so when's the last time you played Drive Club? Uh, they fixed it. I would say the launch of the PlayStation Four is the last time I played. You know what? No, I played uh, Drive Club VR once. They actually, the main game, they actually did a lot of work on it before um, they stopped making. You know, actually supporting the game, but it yeah. is tur- they turned it into a really good racer. That's cool. That's that's good to hear. I, I, I absolutely it. think, and I there are some companies that come to mind when I think of companies that are good to their fans and create better games over time. Mm. That's cool. Yeah. It, it became a much better game. They, you know, they fixed the rubber banding issues and everything. So, good for them. um, so let's talk about another PlayStation venture that is not going so well. And that's PlayStation view. Sony is actually approached has approached Merrill Lynch to help facilitate the sale of PlayStation view and the 500,000 subscriber list. I'm one of them. I'm one of those 500 subscriber. I'm watching uh, the Nationals game right now on PlayStation View. Uh, it's it's good, but it's overpriced. That was that was always yep. my thing. So I would I would be I'd, I've not been signed up since the beginning. Uh, I'm kind of intermittently like when there's like sports happening. I like being able to watch it. Uh, but it's I think it was just kind of overpriced from the beginning with the with the market they're in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing is they're losing money and that's why they want to get out of it. Yeah. Right, that makes sense. Because, I mean, um, you got all the other channels, streaming services that are going on now. So, I mean, like Amazon, you can buy specific things. You got Bing, you got all these other things. Yeah. Not and, Bing. What's, what's the other one? Sling. And yeah, I, there you go. And I, I think, uh, man, I wish Bing had its own thing so that I could never use it. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm okay with it because I think it means the PlayStation 5 is going to have more options. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is, we're going to be able to have Sling TV. You're going to have Hulu Live TV. You're going to have YouTube TV uh, on there because PlayStation is going to be out of uh, that streaming market. And if that means more options, I'm all. I would agree with that. So, um, you know, it was. I think it was a good idea at the time. Just the way it was executed wasn't the gra- the greatest. For sure. And I and I think oh, I think right. PlayStation Plus should have had uh, a couple more options for it. Uh, I think maybe mm-hmm. like. PlayStation Plus subscribers should have gotten a discount, like something, because forty nine ninety nine entry fee, a lot. Yes, Cody, mm-hmm. that's a lot. <laughs> that's right, buddy. Oh no, that's oh right. no. Uh, but yeah, January thirtieth. I actually just clicked it on today, and that's when it said it's uh, going under January thirtieth. So yeah. I don't know if they're looking to sell it anymore, especially if they're just shutting it down. But their technology is fantastic. I love it. I love mm-hmm. the DVR aspect of it. Well, I, I even thought about doing it because we cut cable out completely and well, we just have internet. Um, 
and do a lot of our streaming. So I thought about doing that for live TV. So, um, so Scooter, how did you, how did you feel when we all found out that last of us was delayed until May? Uh, uh, insert pretend to be shocked face. Uh, the, <laughs> the only thing I can say is you clear, they clearly knew that they were not going to hit the date that they made. Like, that's the one thing for me is like, you clearly knew you were going to make this date, but I, I really do think it was the punch up state of play. I think it was Sony mm-hmm. was looking, Sony was looking for something good for state of play. And yes, last of us would have been good, but if it didn't have a release date, that would be all everybody were talking about. Um, I'm all about delays though. I'm not, I'm not at all going to, you know, say, don't, you know, delay your game. Like, ple- like breakpoint what I'm currently playing. We'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Probably. Uh, <laughs> delay that game, delay the game. If it's going to make for a better game, because, uh, you know, I'm going to butcher the quote, but Miyamoto famously said, uh, you know, a delayed game is delayed, but a bad game is bad forever. So just, yeah, pretty much. Just, I butchered fair. that quote, but I know just, that was, it, you got that the spirit sense. of the quote. You yeah, got the spirit of it. Um, it's one of those things where it's just like, man, just delay it, make, make a better game, make a better user experience. Cause I'm getting, I, I, it's fun that these companies are like, you know what? We're going to make your game better over time. But guess what? I'm playing right now and there's a thousand other games that I could be playing, make it good now. So delay it and I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. So with that delay, now the rumors are coming out that ghost of Tsushima is going to get pushed back now till late 2020, if not beginning of 2021. This is shades of God of war two, uh, for the PS2 PS3 cycle where it wasn't, you know, forgotten about, but it was, could have been a PlayStation three game, but it was a, a very, very late PS2 game. Um, so I, I'm all for it, especially hopefully if uh, backwards compatibility works as well as they're, they're hoping. I mean, I, 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 I still think that they may end up just changing it to a PS five. Yeah. Launch title. I mean, the game looks unbelievably incredible. Absolutely from, gorgeous. From what I've seen, and I have all the faith in Sucker Punch to make a fantastic game. Um, but I, I'm just if, – if it's a late PS4 game that plays on the PS5, I'm all for it. I just don't want them, you know – Rushing release, it. Release, yeah, rushing it and releasing it on PS4 and then also releasing a you know remake a year later for you yeah. know, double. Right. So yeah. I'm not about that, and I think that's what we're going to get. In the coming year, I'm a little nervous. Well, I, even, uh, I, I would kind of support them p- keeping it on PS4 because, like, the big thing when they really announced it was really about the level of graphics they could achieve out of the engine that they were using mm-hmm. for PS4. And, I mean, I, I really want to see them back that up because, I mean, like, just throwing it on a, a beefier PS5, then, I, I mean, that kind of makes that statement lackluster. Yeah. Well, even like Shuhei had, you know, in an article that uh, in an interview with um, uh, from Tisu over in Japan is that he's been he was overwhelmed by the beauty of the graphics in Ghost of Tsushima. And that when he played it, it was so beautiful that his hands stopped. <laughs> Shuhei, you're right. That. You're the game right. is so beautiful. You stopped and looked around. Dude, there is there is <laughs> nothing better than seeing a beautiful game and just taking a knee. Like just like the amount of hours that are poured into like these games that we play, like sometimes we play them so fast, man. It's 
always good yeah. to take a knee and you know soak that in for sure. Well, and I think I've been doing that a lot more often now that I have the the PS4 Pro. Yeah, and I'm running it on a 4K monitor now. Um, take time to to look at that stuff now, and it is it's amazing. The only game I'm not a big person who goes back and plays old video games or like a game that I've already played. Like I'm not big in the new game plus. Uh, sorry about your rainbow sword still. Like, it's still on my mind. Yeah. Uh, but it's Horizon Zero Dawn. When I got a 4K TV, I went back and uh, played, like, the first mission of that. And I was like, oh, 4K TV with, uh, you know, PS4 Pro. I was like, oh, yeah, this is insane. See, I'm going back through it little by little. But that's because I, I need – I want to do the full 100% trophy list. So I need to do – Ultra hard on New Game Plus. Can I can I ask? I'm hijacking again. This is Scooter's uh, <laughs> Scooter's trophy level. Uh, Theo, go. <laughs> My level? I think it's like ten. Get out of here! I don't even know. I don't it's not even close to yours. Okay, Scooter's not close to yours. We'll put it that way. Oh, you you. Here's my thing. I always my trophy level. This has always been my thing. My trophy level. I want to be my actual age at all times. And this is going on in life. Well, <laughs> 35 my, level 35. I know for a fact, my, I know for a fact, my trophy level is God awful. I'm at, I'm at 15 okay. for mine. I'm okay. 67% into 15. Have you guys ever played mega mind? Because that is, that'll give you an instant platinum. And I, I, I suggest not playing it ever. It's an awful game. You mean like, like based off that, horrible movie mega mind theo i also have the hannah montana platinum get out of here i'm not happy you, about it i'm not really want to a hannah montana game <laughs> you know what i played it took me three hours can't believe i did i'm right now i need to leave i you know what i'll see That's myself awesome <laughs> oh my god you're amazing <laughs> that was uh that was a time when i would just go back and like i would play i would actually go to blockbuster uh in chicago and just rent every game imaginably it's like if it's awful i guarantee you i'm gonna get the platinum in it <laughs> all right my my first ever platinum because i really didn't care about them even with ps3 and all that because i come from the generation that didn't have trophies For you sure. know we just played the games For sure. and my first platinum though was the order oh nice um okay. but i think I think my best platinum though is God of War. The the new one. The new one, yes. Yeah. Because boy, of how just because of how difficult it was, especially going after the Valkyrie Queen. That last Valkyrie fight, I'm pretty sure raised my heart pressure or my blood pressure a oh, little bit. A shout. I I wanted to throw my controller a few times. Oh my goodness. Uh, first trophy ever was in uh, Blast Factor on PS3 when they the day they released it, and I was super excited about it. Moving on, sorry, sorry, I hijacked. What was my first trophy? My first ever PlayStation 3 trophy was NBA Jam. <laughs> oh, nice. All right, Theo, listen, can you Theo, say goodnight, everybody? Nice person. Glad We're saying goodnight to all our listeners from Cody. Cody oh, is leaving us for the night. Hi, Cody. Good night, buddy. I don't even know what my first trophy was. How do I figure out which my first trophy was? I can find that out for you, Theo. It's called the tr- it's called that, the app. <laughs> that is true. I lied. I'm not. I'm not ten. I'm an eight. You're oh oh my goodness. You're ten in my heart though. You're ten in my heart for sure. Man, oh man. You know what? Shout out to while we got this PS3 trophies. 
Org, man. That site is fantastic. They do good work. It's been a while since I got on that site. Yeah, I just I use it just for, you know, other than using the search option, which is pretty helpful uh, when searching. You guys, can you tell I like trophies? I can't stop talking about trophies. No, not at all. So are you are you going the uh, Greg Miller route of trophy hunting? No, you know, I've, I used to be when I, a long time ago, I would play every, like I said, Megamind, like if you have that, it's ridiculous. Uh, but a long time ago, but now I, now I just play for, play for fun. And if I, you know, get a trophy, I'm going to freak out about it. I'm going to be excited, but I'm not going to go for like platinums like I used to. Too old for that. Yeah. It looks like going back, uh, Theo Tomb Raider looks like it was one of your, uh, early, uh, trophies there. Tomb Raider was my first on PS3. Okay. Okay. Interesting. I would have not have thought Tomb Raider. Well, <laughs> so while we're talking I about, mean, Tomb I, like, like I would have thought, like one of my like my favorite classics, like Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank, yeah. or something like old school, not Tomb Raider. What? Yeah, I that's I'm looking at your your trophies, and that's the 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 one at the very bottom of the list. Is Tomb Raider. I honestly have some weird games listed on here. I have Rocksmith <laughs> 2014, okay. SSX Trophy Set, Trine mm-hmm. 2. SSX, nice. Guys, I really Jerry like King's. I'm just saying that out loud so it's on uh, recording. <laughs> <laughs> no, no other reason. So, speaking of trophies, what? I know you're playing Breakpoint. What else are you playing? Uh, Breakpoint. Oh boy. Uh, talk about a game that I am loving despite of its flaws for sure. Uh, the game is a buggy hellscape, but it is, I'm 71 hours in it, man. Every, every single time I click it, I look at it and it's, it's a blast, but man, oh man, it it makes me not want to play it uh, a lot. And that's, that's weird. Uh, so that is weird for Ubisoft because they usually yeah. don't release buggy games. Oh boy, it is it is rough, and the multiplayer is worse. Uh, yeah, so it's it's one of those things when I had mentioned earlier that it's like I wish a company would release a finished game. This game could have used a little more time in the cooker. Um, other than that, I just got uh, Modern Warfare, and I have never fallen in love with a uh, Call of Duty game in a long time. But I am near really. This. Yeah, I have I have never played Call of Duty multiplayer until this game. And it is a blast. Um, so I guess I, I didn't continue. Count. I continue to hear crap about Modern Warfare, though. It, it, man, it is one of the most gorgeous games. And more more than that, I'm not all about graphics, but more than that, the audio quality is unmatched with a nice headset like maybe like an Astro headset that I see you rocking. That is a fantastic game. Um, but yeah, other than that, nothing really. Uh, played a, dabbled in Outer Worlds, which is, uh, you know, from the makers of the original oh, yeah. How, Fallout. How that, just, that just launched on the 25th, right? It did. That's Friday? Uh, it, yeah, it is from the same company, Obsidian, that made uh, Fallout New Vegas. Uh, they are an Xbox company, so it makes me a little sad that uh, mm-hmm. they will be probably Outer Worlds 2 will be Xbox exclusive. Um, we'll see how that goes, but I, it's great, man. It's if you like, if you're looking for a good 
well voice acted, beautiful dialogue system. Uh, Outer Worlds is fantastic. So those are the three that I'm really uh, putting time into. Yeah, I you know I wanted to see what happens with this Obsidian under Xbox because one of the things they did come out with is that we're not getting PlayStation 4 Pro enhanced for Outer Worlds, but they're going to enhance it for Xbox One, which I get it. They're an Xbox company, but... Happy to so, have. Happy to yeah. have, for sure. Absolutely. I mean, honestly, the fact that it showed up on the system is... It, I think it's great. Yep. And um, that, like, in Minecraft, it's it's almost showing, like, an Xbox is a little more lenient on uh, where they put their stuff. Talking about lenient, they put Ori out on Switch. Yeah. And they put Cuphead on Switch. Man, just... There was, like, so much murmuring a while ago that, like, Nintendo, if the Switch failed, they would have put, all their, you know, Mario on a PlayStation. That would be, speaking of, like, cross-play, cross-play is, like, the big new thing right now. Mm-hmm. If Mar, if I can ever be Luigi on my PlayStation, done. <laughs> Sold. Mention, notice how I mentioned Luigi again. I'm going to try to say him as many times as possible. You're wrong that I just like imagine the best case scenario is Scooter playing Modern Warfare with a skin of Luigi. Yes, <laughs> yes. that would be amazing. Boots, boots I would just on the ground. Love to see that. Boots on the ground. <laughs> boots on the ground. We need you're needed at point A, Luigi. That'd be that awesome. Be so I'm in. I'm in. Theo, what are you playing? You still Destiny? Uh, Still playing some Destiny. They just started their Halloween event. Uh, they got the Haunted Haunted Forest, Infinite Forest going on again. Uh, so I've been playing that. Uh, not much else. Uh, I've Because I've been kind of trying to get back. I've gotten off my break from training for archery. So I've been getting back into that and trying to step that up. Nice. So I am on the on Dungeon Eight on Link's Awakening. Nice. So I should have that beat tonight. <laughs> and so definitely, so he's definitely stuck with it, huh? Even though you weren't I, too into it. I told you guys I would finish the game. Nice, yeah. man of his word, folks. I I'm not. You know, and that's the thing is like I never played it on the original Game Boy, so I don't have that nostalgia value. So to me. Some of it with the fact that you, I ran into Kirby in a dungeon as an enemy. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's not Zelda. So that's kind of. But it is though. A bit. It's still Zelda. It is not Zelda. Kirby, Shy Guy, and Goombas are not Zelda. But it's still Zelda. Does Kirby suck you up? Yes, he does. <laughs> cool. He does breathe in and everything. So I tried um, to say that in at least. Uh, weird way as possible there's other ways i could have said that but i'm glad he's so you up. yeah <laughs> been playing uh been playing a little ori of course we've got you know borderlands 3 when we play that um and then i did fire up division for the new content Ooh, what a game baby i i love division division I, is right now if you were to if you if someone were to knock on my door at first i'd be like yo where'd you come from but then i'd be if they were to ask me what's my favorite game of the year it's division for sure how are you? Uh, how far into it have you gotten? Uh, I got raid ready, uh, okay. but then I didn't have anyone to raid with because matchmaking is not there. Uh, I played. I played with some friends, but uh, 
Yeah, I never I got all the way basically raid ready with through all that content, uh, but never actually played the raid. I have not done the raid. I'm still working. I'm still tier world tier four is pretty much done. I'm working on towards tier five. Okay, I'm, I'm um, but I've been doing all the I'm doing all the side stuff though. Yeah, there's so much side stuff, and so I just good. finished off the uh, the two new special uh, missions. Nice, it's so uh, fun, man. It is, it's what a game, awesome. And you know what? And the creative director Julian Garrity isn't it can be even more of a nicer guy too. Nice, he is fantastic. We got to uh, talk with him at E3 for a little bit. Um, we had him on the podcast a couple. About a month, month and a half back now. Oh, cool! I'll have to so, give that a listen for sure. He is a he is a great guy, um, and they truly, his team truly cares about what the the players feel about their changes. Dude, you can tell, man. It's it's based in there, and I think that's the weird thing too. Is like Breakpoint feels like they were trying to learn a lot from Division, but they didn't go full on into it. So it's it was a little disappointing. Yep. So. As we close things out, we've got we have a question that we like to ask of all of our guests. Ooh, ASL, age, sex, location. <laughs> Thirty-five, no. male, Los Angeles. No, yeah. we 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 ain't talking <laughs> AOL style here. Um, what is your favorite game to play for game night with your family and friends? Whether that is a board game, video Risk. games, whatever. Risk. Ooh, really? Risk. Easy, dog. I can beat. That's a little surprising to hear. I have beaten every single person I have played at Risk, and I'm not joking. I also don't play a lot of people, uh, or I play the same people over and over. Uh, I love Risk. If Risk goes shorter than three hours, you're playing it wrong. Ooh, shorter than three hours? Yeah, I could give you that. Easy, right off the cuff. Right now, if you guys were to say, hey, do you want to download the PS4 version of Risk and play together? Yes, I'd say. I, let's do it. As long I as God that came out with it on Risk or yeah, on PS4. It's, yeah. It's real bad. It's real bad. It's uh, another hot Ubisoft joint they crapped out, but I'm into it. It's Risk. <laughs> you know, I can say that about uh, Catan on Switch. Whoa! I picked, what I picked? Yeah, Catan came out on Switch uh, a couple weeks back. Talk about under the radar release. Okay. Um, they did it on the um, their Nintendo Direct for E3. They kind of flashed it that it was coming. They never said when. I was about ready to say you're a Switch guy, and then I should have known because wonderful Cody probably makes it nice and easy to play something on the. Dude, game. he loves playing Mario Mario Kart with us. Like. Goodness. He's he's to the point now where we'll actually give him one of the switches nice. and put Mario Kart on auto turn and auto accelerate and let him like try and play it. It's the cutest Whoa. thing in the world. That's cool. My nephew's really into uh, Mario Odyssey. He Cody has his own PS. Yeah, Cody has his own PS2 controller, so he can sit there and think like he's playing Spider Man oh. all that with me. The old and the week off. Yeah, he's. He loves it, but uh, no, I mean, I've, Switch is my secondary console, my my portable, my primary is PS, straight up. Nice. nice. So, I mean, I, I had a Vito there for a while. Um, Didn't we all this, said no one? <laughs> you know, it was a great system, great, great platform. They just I mean, you technically had it, it like three times. Three times, yeah. yeah. 
I bought I missed it, it went back. Sucker I, I it, am. Went back. Do you still have a Vita? Uh, I do still have a Vita. It's uh, nice. the layers of dust uh, sitting on it. <laughs> uh, it's, it was a great system. Uh, I, I did buy a PlayStation TV, and I forever am an idiot for that. That's a mistake. That? I, I made that mistake, too. Yeah. Man. Oh, that was so bad. Oh, boy. That thing really didn't do a lot, did it? No. Nope. It was supposed to like be a good like remote play thing, and I was so excited for PS4, and I was like, oh, let's try it. And I think I, I forget what I tried. I think I tried like Borderlands or something on it. And I was like, "Oh, this is this is not good. This is awful." I, I tried Uncharted. <laughs> oh, it was yeah, still horrible. You know what? All the all do you know all the respect in the world to Bend, but those controls for Uncharted were horrible. Yeah, for the the Vita, you mean talking about the light? Yeah, and just in general, trying to, yeah. just trying to aim your gun. I, re- I remember playing Uncharted Golden Abyss. Is that what it was? Right? Yeah. Yeah. I remember playing that game and it's like, get up and look at the light. I'm like, what? No. No. Right. I'm down here in the dark playing my Vita like a creep. I mean, it, it, I mean, with it being a launch title, I, I see what they did. They were really trying to highlight the capabilities of a Vita. They just didn't execute it very well. Yeah. Vita 2, baby. I'm ready. Yeah, I would like to see that. Um, I know the new head of PlayStation has talked about the possibility of that. Is that Jim Bright? Yeah. That old goose? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, it's sad that Sean's gone, though. It yeah. is. That's some that's behind-the-scenes drama that we didn't hear anything about. Yeah. Um, a lot of it thinks – a lot of people think it's because Jim wants more service growth. Like yeah. multiplayer and all that, and Sean's more about the first person, or not first person, but um, single story player. driven nice. rather. Nice. You know, single player. So I think there needs to be both, right? There is that you need to cater to some of the multiplayer crowd, but also give us that just want story. Give us a good story. Yeah. Give us for Horizon Two, God of War Two. So, so what oh, you're asking for is Mag Two? Is that what you're saying? You want Mag Two, massive action game? I don't know about that, but maybe dude. SOCOM? No. <laughs> yeah, right. Dude, a new SOCOM would be so awesome. Mag, you know what? Mag was ahead before its time. This is my stealing of the podcast. We're talking about Mag, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, if we're talking about before <laughs> your time, Dreamcast was before its time. Got it. I agree. Oh, that's true. So, Scooter, for those listeners out there, where can they find you out on social media? Uh, you can follow me at Kovalik317 uh, on Twitter. Uh, that is also everything because when I created my PS3 uh, thing, I did my last name and my birthday. Uh, even though I really did want to do Fart Knocker 317, <laughs> but I did. I did not. Do. Uh, so Kovalik 317 on Twitter. Uh, it's also my Gmail. Feel free to send me an email, say hello or not, whatever. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, that's about it. Or you can find me uh, bartending in and around Los Angeles and uh, come in and say scooter and I'll laugh and give you a free beer. Oh, that's awesome. Go. We have to hit you up when we go to E3. You do, yeah. I've uh, I've yes. to go, but I'm normally always swamped around that time because people come in and they need, they need hotels and booths. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll see how the new changes work out this year for E3. Yeah, or we'll never see it ever again, and we should just all go to PSX together. I would. Uh, okay, let me put it this way: if they came out and said at the beginning of the year we're getting PSX at some point in 2020. 
I'm into it. I would, for me, I would go to PSX over E3 with all the changes they want to do to E3. Absolutely. Uh, I am all about uh, PSX, just not in Anaheim anymore. That got, it was twice in a row. I got a little bored. <laughs> I know it's close to me, but I, I, liked, I liked the San Francisco and the Vegas one because, hey, it's Vegas. Ooh, Vegas would be good. How about Vegas doing New York City? Good. Okay. I'd, I'd be down with that. I I'd always love a good New York City visit. That's a six-hour drive for me. I'll meet you. I'll, it's a long flight for me, but I'll bring risk. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so for all of our listeners, um, I want to thank everybody for crashing game night with all of us tonight, especially Scooter dropping on by. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I, I, I really do just want to say thank you very much for having me. This was fun, and uh, it's always a good time oh, talking games with friends. And like you know, what we say of all of our guests, you are more than welcome back anytime. Cool. See you tomorrow. Um, so if for all of our <laughs> listeners, if you like what you heard, absolutely. Please make sure you guys leave those comments. That helps with those rankings on iTunes, iHeartRadio, all of those. Uh, also, don't forget to follow us on that podcasting platform of choice you are listening to us on. Also, follow us on CrashingGameNight.com and at CGN Podcast on Twitter. I want to say, everybody, be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Whoa, Bill and Ted. Nice. Oh, yeah. Also, remember when Mo Chocolate cried? That's it. <laughs> I mean, which time? Good point. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Stay frosty, Luigi.